on it, and it's Monday. It's 5.07. It, it is the 27th of June. Good morning, San Antonio. Trey Ware, 550 KTSA, FM 1071. The Trey Ware page, KTSA.com at 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Yes, of course, the fallout from the abortion decision, which came down as I was leaving the, the, the station on Friday morning. Right after 9 o'clock on Friday morning, the decision came down to send Roe versus Wade back to the states because it is not a constitutionally protected right. They did not ban abortion. That's not what the Supreme Court did. The Supreme Court remanded it back to the states. The states can now do as they wish with the uh, w- with abortion. It will be battled over. It will be taken back to the Supreme Court. There are going to be cases that are going to return back to the Supreme Court this is only the beginning of the abortion battle. This is not the end. It is not over. And there is much more to be done if you are pro-life in this country. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about some of the political uh, fallout. I don't know. Um, I, I did hear uh, some of the you know louder voices over the weekend talking about, oh, yeah, this is going to uh, stop the red wave. The red wave is not going to happen now because Democrats are going to show up in such droves now to vote for their people that the Republicans don't stand a chance. I um, heard a lot about stacking the court that we're going to now, uh, Democrats are now going to introduce bills to to stack the court and put, you know, 50 more uh, Supreme Court members, left-wing Supreme Court members on there so that it'll never happen again. We'll never have to face this uh, ever again because it's the end of the world and so on and so forth. We heard from all the celebrities, the usual celebrities, crying, moaning, you know, I can't believe they would do this. And Barbara Streisand saying the Supreme Court is the Taliban. That's funny. When when they approved gay marriage, you know, she loved them when they did that, but now they're the Taliban. Um, elections have consequences, of course, and this shows you just how significant Donald Trump's win over Hillary Clinton was, correct? Because had Hillary Clinton won in 2016, you would have had three justices that would have been far left. You would have had an all, all left-wing uh, Supreme Court. Because as you know by now, the... Uh, head of the Supreme Court, uh, uh, John Roberts, Chief Justice, once again voted with the Democrats, voted with the left. He does all the time. Yet George Bush gave you a lovely gift when he gave you John Roberts. Not only did he vote to keep abortion, but he also voted to keep and made up bullcrap in order to keep Obamacare. So John Roberts is not conservative. And the media who talks about the Supreme Court, for them to continue to call him a conservative member of the Supreme Court, you're fools. You're just all fools. And by the way, the media was all fools all weekend. Martha Raddatz was ready to cry again, and screaming and shouting that women are going to die. Women are already dying in the streets. Get the coat hangers out because women are going to die. Okay. Uh, Taylor Swift, bless her heart. She says that women have been stripped of all of their rights. Women don't have any rights left. Bless her heart. David Hogg, the fame hog from out in Florida. I don't know why this guy gets 15 minutes. I'm mad as hell and I'm ready to protest. Show me where to take it down. And he says it's Vladimir Putin's fault. Okay. It's Vladimir Putin's fault. Uh, just kind of scrolling through here. Um, oh, here we go. Pro-abortion protesters chanting over the weekend. Every city, every town, burn the precinct to the ground. Every precinct, every town, every city, burn the precinct to the ground. Okay. Barbara Streisand and Mark Ruffalo saying the Supreme Court are the American Taliban. Uh-huh. 
Liz Cheney and 13 other Republicans vote with the House Democrats to pass gun control. We are going to talk about that. Nancy Pelosi blames Donald Trump for the pro-life win, says cruel, cruel ruling. Well, she's right in the term that uh, not only being a cruel ruling, but that it is, in fact, a win that Donald Trump left you with, left America with, by putting in conservative pro-life, really conservative, constrict uh, constitutionalists. That's what they were. Uh, Twitter has allowed racial slurs and death threats against SCOTUS. You know, where Twitter bans all of that stuff, where they're not banning it as long as it's aimed at the conservative members of the Supreme Court, calling Clarence Thomas Uncle Clarence over the weekend. Uh-huh. Uh, Donald Trump is also calling for an investigation into the organized and concentrated efforts to intimidate the Supreme Court justices. Franklin Graham says, I'm so thankful for Trump and Pence nominating conservative justices. LAPD charges man with attempted murder during a Roe versus Wade protest. Apparently the guy attempted to kill a police officer. The pro-abortion satanic temple calling itself the leading beacon of light <laughs> as Roe versus Wade is overturned. Green Day rocker Billy Joe Armstrong has renounced his citizenship over Roe. Blank America, he said. And Pink, the pop star Pink, Demands pro-life Americans never blanking listen to my music ever again. And this is probably my favorite, and I'll take a break, and then I want to come back and dive deeper into some of these stories, some of these things, that these idiots, these mental idiots said over the weekend, these mental midgets said over the weekend. But this has got to be my favorite. Women are calling for a sex strike against men, all in retaliation for the overturning of Roe versus Wade. So, Mama... You ain't supposed to have sex with daddy this week or however long they tell you not to because the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade and sent it back to the state so you should punish your faithful husband who brings home the bacon and make sure that you're taken care of and that the family's taken care of. You need to make sure that you punish him. And we're going to dive deeper into that. Nancy Pelosi is one of the worst human beings that the planet has ever produced. Okay. She's a godless uh, hunk of flesh who has no morals, no meaning, and she's a horrible human being. We've talked about Nancy Pelosi any number of times and her actions and her inactions and what I believe to be illegal behavior that she is involved with her husband with, but that's another issue. But when you are posing for a picture with a new member of Congress, and the new member of Congress has their family there, and one of the members is a, thank you, Don, one of the members is a very young girl, and you don't want that young girl in the picture with you, and you take your arm and shove that young girl, you're a horrible, horrible human being. And that's exactly what Nancy Pelosi did to Myra Flores' daughter. I've got the story. I've seen the video. I've watched it over and over again. It is irrefutable. It is unmistakably uh, Nancy Pelosi as an adult abusing and attacking a young child. That's what I call it. It's my view. That's my opinion. 
210-599-5555. You want to talk about the fallout from the abortion thing from Friday? Do you think that this is going to be a win for the Democrats? It's going to fire them up. They're going to go to the polls, and the Republicans are going to lose in the uh, uh, in the midterms. Uh, do you think this was a good decision, a bad decision? Tell me where you are on what we heard on Friday, 210-599-5555. There's Don, there's Don, there's Elaine. Back in a minute, Trey Ware, KTSA. The Supreme Court has overturned Roe v. Wade. It's a heartbreaking betrayal of half of the country. It's It's emotional. It affects nearly every family across America. The state can control a woman's body. This is not the interest in the interest of the people. There really is a, a, a lot of people who believe this is a rigged court. Pretty cool to hear news people <laughs> talk that way. News anchors who are, you know, objective news people. We just report the news. You decide. We just report it. And there they were. They were in full liberal rage on Friday. Full liberal rage. And it happened all week, you know, all weekend. Martha Raddatz from ABC. ABC's the absolute worst. They're the farthest to the left. They're owned by Disney. They're pushing Disney's agenda of far leftism in America trying to destroy everything conservative and uh, traditional fa- value family and all that kind of stuff. And Martha Raddatz over the weekend with Terry Moran, women are going to die. Women are going to die. They're dying already. We already have women dying everywhere. That's true. Women are dying. So are men. Yeah, a lot of people are dying these days. This is deadly serious. Oh, my God. It is deadly serious. I can't believe this is going on. 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. See the tape of, of, uh, of Pelosi and Myra Flores' account? Don, you've got to see this. i got to show this to you. I'll come in while you're on the air doing your news and uh, show it to you. Um, here, here they are. You know how they do those things, right? They all right. stand there for pics, right? Right. And there's a little girl, and then next to her is like a kind of a little bit bigger teenage Maybe preteen, right? And then there's Pelosi, and then there's her uh, Myra Flores' husband, who happens to be a Border Patrol agent, by the way. And then Myra, and they were there, you know, she's being sworn in, newest member of Congress. And the whole concept is uh, you're supposed to celebrate her because actually she is the type of person you would think the left would celebrate. First of all, she's a woman. Right. Mm -hmm. And it used to be the Democrats of the left in this country actually liked it when women got ahead. Right. But they don't anymore. In fact, they don't even like the term women. They can't tell you what a woman is, much less like it when a woman gets ahead. They prefer it when a man dresses as a woman and a man defeats. So Myra Flores is actually a man. Maybe her husband could dress like a woman and then become somebody from Congress. Then Nancy Pelosi would actually love it. So they're standing there. And they're getting ready for the picture, and obviously they've told Myra's children, stand down here by the Speaker of the House. Right. And the Speaker of the House don't like that. I mean... Oh, yeah, I see that. They gave her a little shove with her elbow. Yeah, a little shove. I love the Sky News headline. Did you see it? No, what'd they say? Nasty Nancy Pelosi accused of bullying... Well, After elbowing GOP Congresswoman's child. I think I think there should be an investigation because that's child abuse in my view. She reached over with her shoulder and she hit this child really hard, almost knocking this child down. I'm sure that the child is covered in bruises. I'm sure that there is a, we need a full-on... Uh, Years of therapy to follow. Uh, exactly. Yeah. And we need a full-on investigation. 
We probably need something along the lines of a January 6th committee in the House to take mm-hmm. a look at this. Right. Because let me just put it this way. <laughs> you will not be happy until millions of taxpayer dollars are spent on investigating That's right. This. right. Well, let's put it this way. <laughs> let's just change the scenario. We got Donald Trump in there, and he's uh, welcoming the newest Democrat member of Congress. Okay, and Trump's standing there, and the newest Democrat member of Congress has their little girl there. How old do you think this? Uh, she's ten, I believe. I think the story yeah, I said she's about nine, ten years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Donald Trump's standing there, and he reaches over with his shoulder, boom, and hits her in the in the shoulder, you know, as hard as he could. Mm. How do you think the press would be playing today? What do you think would be all over that ABC right up there? <laughs> what do you think? It'd just be constant angles and replay. And, yeah. You know. Yes. It'd be, they'd be breaking it down, wouldn't they? Right. And, and the girls on The View this morning would have just a cow. The cows on The View would have a cow, would have a girl. When they're looking at this and replaying it, look, look at Donald Trump. He's such a woman abuser. He's abusing a woman. Look at him. He's abusing a child. So I say that that's exactly what we do. And that's exactly what Nancy Pelosi did. That's child abuse right there. By knocking that child in the arm, uh, I think, uh, in my view, uh, Nancy was attempting to knock her to the ground to cause uh, ultimate injury. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm surprised she didn't kick her while she had the chance. You know, she she tried. (laughs) You know the best part of it? And, and Paul, hang on just a second. To to me, it looked like, ooh, kid, don't touch me. Like one of those deals? Like she was uncomfortable that that the child was standing next to her and kind of shoved her a little bit? Right. The best part of it, the kid didn't move. No, she stepped right back. She stepped right back. (laughs) Somebody had told her, this is your place, and this is your place, and this is the speaker, and this is daddy's place, and this is mommy's place. Somebody Mm -hmm. had told her that. So when Nancy hits her, she knocks her about a step and a half away when she hits her. But the little girl steps right back a step and a half and gets right back where she was told to stand. (laughs) And Myra Flores actually said that was great. I I, I appreciate my daughter. It was great to see my daughter doing what she she was told to do. She went right back to where she was supposed to stand. She continues to smile and pose for a picture like a queen, said Myra Flores. And she is a queen. So, Nancy Pelosi, I don't have a word for her. Do you? (laughs) <laughs> it's it's certainly not queen. Sometimes actions speak for themselves. Eh, there you go. Yeah. Hey, Paul. Good morning to you, man. It's hey. early on a Monday. Thanks for your call. Good morning, Trey. Yes, sir. What do you think? Uh, well, a lot of these uh, pro-abortion activists and stuff, they're claiming that uh, viability is the biggest reason uh, for abortion, that you... You know, if the baby's not viable, then it's not a human and it doesn't have constitutional protection yet, right? That is some of their argument, yes. So, couldn't the same argument be used against someone who's in a coma or became a quadriplegic or cannot function at all for themselves in any way, shape, or form? Do they lose their status as a human and a citizen? Can we put them in freak shows and bring circuses back? Well... Uh, They have been making that argument for a very long time, and this is what happened. When uh, When you start to celebrate death on either end of the spectrum of life, like they're too young and and they're not viable, or they're too old and they're not viable, you're right back in Hitler's Germany. 
with the kind of things that he was doing. And so this is why uh, people of, of faith, and particularly Christian people, have stood up for years and, and defended life on both ends of the spectrum. I remember the Terry, um, gosh, was it Schiavo? Schiavo? Yeah, Schiavo. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that we went through. And that was defending life on one end, and now we got a good result defending life on the other end. And, uh, and you know, it's going to be interesting to see how it all turns out because it goes back to the states, and there will be some states there were about 30 of them, I think, uh, on Friday that said we're done with abortion. Joe, over the weekend, signed uh, the first gun control bill in over 30 years. He did it in the fake White House room. And it was on a Saturday, so the only person he could, I guess, uh, scare up to be there with him for the signing. You know how they he sits at the table and he does the signing and passes out the pens? The only person he could scare up to be at this signing was his wife, Jill, so she was standing. What? How she's significant to the gun control legislation, I have no idea, but she got the pen. <laughs> and then somebody asked him a question. He says, I have a helicopter waiting. I can't do this. i got to go. I have a helicopter waiting. I, oh, here we go. I have a helicopter waiting for me to take off. We're going to have plenty of time to talk about yeah. a lot of this. Do you think the Supreme Court is broken in your view? I think the Supreme Court has made some terrible decisions. Right. Yeah, I don't have time to talk to you. I got a helicopter waiting. It's Saturday, dude. You got all day, you know. He says, fine, no worries. All right, quick break, and we come back. 210-599-5555. The abortion uh, Roe versus Wade fallout. We're going to talk more about that when we come back. And a new protein source for you that the government is soon to be pushing instead of a cow. Instead of a chicken, instead of a pig. I'll tell you what it is coming up. Trey Ware, KTSA. I have a helicopter waiting for me to take off. Right over there, Don Morgan. Right over there, Don Cooper. Right over there, Don Elaine Rodriguez. And right here, Don Juan. It's uh, 536, Trey Ware, KTSA. Hey, thanks for listening. 210-599-5555. If you're just now getting up, we're getting the react for uh, the thing on, on Friday with, uh, of course, abortion and uh, the effects, the fallouts, and uh, your your general thoughts and comments and all that about it. Pastor John Hagee will join me in one hour because they have a way you can actually help. And then uh, also coming up uh, in that same half hour, an hour from now, Carl Eggers, and we're going to talk about the money and the markets. But first, Mike, I appreciate the call, man. Good morning to you. Happy Monday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How you doing? Um, yeah. I want to say before I get started, up, I, I got I got caught in that traffic um, going through Austin on Saturday for uh. those, those uh, protesters uh, protesting this weekend. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I want to say this right quick. It, it, you know, I kind of think I thought that they was going to hold off until, you know, next Friday, this coming Friday, you know, before the 4th of July holiday, because they thought people wouldn't be paying attention. I was real surprised that they came down with the decision on Friday. But I want to I want to talk about a couple of people that's in Washington, D.C. And, 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 if, and if Donald Trump or somebody like Donald Trump said the same thing, you see what they're doing with this this uh, this deal that they got going the insurrection with this Maxine Waters person. I want you to talk about her. I want you to talk the, the comments that she made. She is, this is the second time she has done that trying to invoke some type of uh terrorism towards people that she disagrees with. And I think that Maxine Waters should be taken, uh, should be taken out of lose her job because of, because of the, her actions and the way she has been speaking. And I'd like to hear what you have to say about Maxine Waters comments about the abortion. Very good. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate it. Be safe out there on the road. Here is what Maxine Waters said. You see the crowd out here. You ain't seen nothing yet. 
Women are going to control their bodies. The hell with the Supreme Court. We will defy the Supreme Court. Uh huh. She said black women will be out in droves. We'll be out by the millions. We'll be out. We're going to make sure we fight for the right to control our bodies. Well, black women did not turn out by the millions over the weekend. She was completely wrong about that. And, Mike, your uh, thoughts and your comments are absolutely right on. Donald Trump said absolutely nothing like that whatsoever. And, of course, you've got January 6th going on. Uh, she, What she said was far worse. She's basically, and, and, and a lot of people in the media and a lot of others who uh, serve in Congress, were basically calling for riots and trying to whip up riots on Friday morning. Uh, AOC, Alexandria, Sandy, Ocasio-Cortez, leading chants outside the uh, Supreme Court, calling the Supreme Court illegitimate and telling people to pour into the streets and fight back, get in the streets, fight back, get in the streets, fight back, and saying that the Supreme Court is illegitimate and calling uh, for, for a whole lot worse than Donald Trump ever did on January 6th. And then, then it was House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, while she's not shoving, trying, attempting to shove children to the ground, during a photog session in which she elbowed a representative's daughter knocking her away trying to knock her to the ground that's that that you know what that's an act of violence she committed an act of violence against a child that's child abuse an act of violence nancy pelosi should have been arrested at that moment however she said uh, there's no point in saying good morning because it's not a good morning and she said domestic terrorists, or, the, or DHS has warned that domestic terrorists would launch attacks during from the ruling from the court. Well, there were no attacks. There were a couple of things that happened. Antifa, look, they're just looking for a reason to blow stuff up, and they blew some stuff up up in Portland and painted pigs and everything on, on buildings in Portland. They're just looking for reasons to do that. Uh, ABC reporter Martha Raddatz, ABC's the worst network on radio and television. They're absolutely horrible. And Martha Raddatz uh, opened her show yesterday. Women will die, Terry Moran. Women will die. It changes the status of American women as citizens of the United States and citizens of their states. It changes women's status. That's right. You're not a, you're not a, I don't know what you are anymore, women. I, I have no idea. But, you know, your status has completely changed now. And pro-abortion women are calling for a nationwide sex strike in retaliation against men for the overturning of Roe versus Wade. They even came up with a hashtag about don't have sex. So let me go through some of this here. Activists declaring that women uh, should begin practicing abstinence, withhold sex from their husbands, uh, do not have sex with men if they're not willing to get a vasectomy. <laughs> If you're a man and you won't get a vasectomy, you don't deserve to have sex with me. Perhaps a sex strike, also known as hashtag abstinence, would help the men folk to be all in and women's rights issue, Roe versus Wade, writing Monique Presley. If you're celebrating the over overturn of Roe versus Wade disrespectfully, go blank yourself no literally sex strike don't blank your husbands don't blank your boyfriends don't blank that random <laughs> that random you're picking up on tinder or wherever leftists be like fine no abortions we just practice abstinence take that you religious conservatives <laughs> pop star pink she she had a few records out like in the 90s but now she's all washed up fat old she's 
She said, let me be clear. If you believe the government belongs in a woman's uterus, a gay person's business or marriage, or that racism is okay, then please, in the name of your Lord, never blanking listen to my music again and also blank right off. We good? Keep in mind that the abortion industry disproportionately targets blacks has killed more blacks than anybody else because that's how it started. That's how Planned Parenthood started under Margaret Sanger. If you'd like to a little history lesson, go look up the beginning of Planned Parenthood and the name Margaret Sanger. It was all about eugenics and getting rid of the black race. That's how she started Planned Parenthood. She wanted to abort black children. Cher reacted to the ruling in an all-caps Twitter diatribe, declaring the former President Trump's a radical Republican Supreme Court is responsible for the deaths of hundreds of thousands of American women. Donald Trump is killing women left and right. Comedian and bros star Billy Eichner, all on, they were all on caps, by the way, all of them. Get your fictional hateful Bible stories and your fake fictional religious BS out of your blanking lives, you blanks. They love the F word. Pop star Billie Eilish. It's really a dark day for women in America. TBS host Samantha Bee urged Americans, raise hell in every restaurant, raise hell in every street, raise hell, raise hell. Wherever Justice Alito is, track him down and raise hell. Oh, it sounds to me like Samantha Bee is encouraging violence against him. Did the find out for me please did this did the uh the the guys with the suits that talk into their wrists you know yeah did they go talk to samantha b i'm interested to find that out because that's a threat against him um if if you said the exact again again just for you know conversation's sake change that from justice alito to donald trump and it changes that whole connotation that whole thing or change it to or change it to Michelle Obama or change it to Barack Obama or change it to Joe Biden and they would secret service done would have been all over that find Joe Biden wherever he is said Samantha B you know that kind of thing Daniel a helicopter waiting for me to take off yeah Daniel go right ahead you're on KTSA good morning to you good morning Greg just a few things like that all I can say is that Nancy Pelosi, she was very blessed because if I was standing there and that was my daughter, I'd just reach right into my cup pocket and I would have called 911 and I would have bought, filed a report on her because that's totally unacceptable. Somebody should, Daniel. Somebody should file a report on Nancy Pelosi, a police report on her for shoving that child. Look, if here, here's the deal. And, I, you know, people are going to say, well, you're making too big of a deal out of it. Let me take it out of that context, right? And let me put it on in any restaurant in America. And if an adult reaches over and elbows a child and knocks a child over, yeah, I think that 911 better be called. You're standing in a restaurant or if you're standing at a <clears throat> wherever you might be. And that happens. At the very least, Thomas J. Henry ought to sue the hell out of her. Well, as far as this uh, no sex thing, I can go for that because uh, men to step up and uh, take control of their sexual lives and the sexual relationships and demand safe sex, and they won't have anything to do with it. So I'm all in favor of just promoting that real good no sex, no sex. And well, let's see, let's do a study and see how many uh, the birth rate, how many abortions will come uh, about this okay. thing. So, well, and thank you, Daniel, and I always appreciate your call. And I don't mean to be rude. I'm going to be factual, however, 
and this is not being snotty, but looking at the women on the pro-abortion side on Friday who are saying, we're going to withhold our sex, we're not going to have sex. Honey, that's no threat. <laughs> Believe you me, <laughs> that is no threat, Miss Blue Hair. Uh, Jack, you're on KTSA with Trey. Go ahead, Jack. Hello, Trey. Yes, sir. Yes, this is this is Jack Finger. Jack Trey. Fingerman. Yes, and as a longtime 29-year pro-life warrior who actually sacrificed my freedom a couple of times to peacefully cross the line and convince women not to kill their children. Uh, uh, this weekend has been a joyful weekend that we thought we'd never see in our lifetime. Yeah. And I, I thank God and I thank uh, Donald Trump yeah. for having put into place all the emotion, everything that that occurred for yeah, us. There. That's right. Thank you, Jack. Have a great day. And it's uh, certainly right. It goes to show you, man, 2016 was a big vote, wasn't it? 2016 was massive. If that would have gone to Hillary Clinton, you would have had three liberal far-left Supreme Court justices, and you would have never gotten this ruling nor any other favorable ruling. You wouldn't have gotten the gun ruling from last week. There's a lot of favorable stuff that happened from this Supreme Court, and it all hinges on the fact that 2016 went the way it did and Gorsuch and Kavanaugh and Coney Barrett were put on the Supreme Court back in a minute. Trey Ware, KTSA. Do you... Hey, if you would like to uh, say the uh, Pledge of Allegiance, we'd love to get you on tape. 210-599-5555. It'll only take you a couple of seconds. Don will record you. You go into our rotation and you... When we do the Pledge of Allegiance at 5.50 and 6.50 on the weekday mornings, we're just keeping the pledge, keeping America alive, baby. Keeping America alive. That's what we're talking about. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Keep America alive. I'm going uh, uh, Wednesday to see Elvis. Uh, oh, you're going to see the movie? Yep. Right, going to go Wednesday. Excellent. Check it out. Yep. Did some big money over the weekend. Yeah, it did. It, it, it tied with... Uh, Top Gun. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's not yeah, bad. Not bad at all. You know? It sure is getting hype everywhere, man. Everybody's talking about this movie. Yeah. So, I have to go... Have to go. Now, is that going to be a return for you, or is that one and done? No, I, you know, I'll probably see it again at some point. Yeah. You know? Right. Um, I, yeah. I don't think I'll go this week, but <laughs> somewhere well, down no. the line, yeah. I'd, I'd like to see it again. Sure. Right. I'm. I, I'm not a. I don't go to the theater kind of guy. If there's something I want to see, I usually wait and watch it at home because you know right. I can get my own drinks and I can go pee when I need to and all that kind of stuff. Hit press mm-hmm. pause. But uh, this one you got to see in the theater because the music. Yeah, it sounds great. You know. Yeah. Been watching the trailer with the headphones on, and I'm just thinking, oh, got to do that, man. Yeah. There's there are some movies that are just better suited for that atmosphere anyway. Absolutely. You know, like the Top Gun movie. That's right. You know, it's one of those things you have to go to the theater to see. Exactly. You know? Um so you don't eat meat. You've been open about that in public. Right. I'm not speaking been, out of church. You know, been twenty years. Long time yeah. since you've had meat. Where do you get protein? Where? Yeah. I get protein shakes. I drink okay. one or two a day. Okay. And uh there are peanuts involved, peanut butter involved. Oh, yeah, so, there you go. That's yeah. good for protein. It yeah. really is. I eat peanut when butter was, every day. When I was weightlifting as a as a teenager, um, peanut that butter was you know there weren't all these pro you, you couldn't just go to the store and get these protein powders and pills and what have you. You nope. had to order them, and mm-hmm. it took forever to get them. So, the two main sources of protein for me at the time. 
peanut butter and tuna. Yeah. Because I was eating meat at the time. So. Right. And you could go down on the street corner. Not at the same time, mind you. (laughs) You could go down on a street corner and you could find a guy to give you an injection of something. They never knew what the injection was, but supposedly it made you bigger and stronger. Yeah. Whatever that was. Right. Well, there's the Canadian government and there's a company in Canada that's putting out a brand new uh, protein source that they say uh, is going to eventually replace all the protein sources that we know, like cows and pigs and fish, all that kind of stuff. And uh, they're, they're doing, uh, you know, like millions of tons of these things to put out of the market. In fact, very soon you'll be able to go to your favorite grocery store, like a Whole Foods Market or an HEB or something like that, and pick this up as an alternative for your protein. And they say it's going to take over the world, and it's going to be, you know, much bigger. Because we can't have cows because cows fart, and it ruins the atmosphere. So... The world's largest cricket farm has got, has got these uh, new um, production facility producing 10 tons of crickets a year for us to eat as a protein source. High-quality protein, low environmental footprint, and crickets don't fart is what they say. Well, you know, that's probably not true. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. how do they know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> who, who down there chicken? <laughs> right. I mean, you know, they do make noise with the, uh, with their legs, and I just always figured it was their legs flapping. Yeah, that's true. I mean, maybe you can't tell. That's right. Maybe that's they're breaking wind the entire time. Exactly. Who, who could tell? So, uh, well, w- you know, it, would you eat crickets? No, not at all. No, not you know, not on purpose. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure while zipping through, you know. Uh, Zipping through a field on my dirt bike back in the day, no, I may I've have done uh, that. yeah I, I th- ingested a couple. I ate a butterfly the other day. Tasty morsel. Didn't taste like butter, did uh-uh, it? Uh-uh, no. no, not at all. Yeah. Tasted more like the fly part. Yeah. I, you hear it. <sighs> I don't see that taking off at all. The, the cricket thing? The cricket. I just don't. That's It's not going to work. Well, they're they're making yeah. a big deal of it, obviously. Well, they can make the big deal all they want. <laughs> I don't see that happening. It's And their whole marketing approach is, you know, it's so savage-like to eat cattle and to eat chickens that it's only the, you know, refined human beings that eat crickets for, yeah. for protein. Well, that, how, do, how do they think the crickets feel about this? Well, you know, that's so not going to work for me. I no. have a savage part of me that I allow to come out every once in a while, and that'll yeah. be when I get to cow in here. There you go. All right. Back in a minute. Coming up, KTSA. It's not one. Uh, this morning, the radical Supreme Court is eviscerating Americans' rights and endangering their health and safety. Yeah. Today, the Republican-controlled Supreme Court has achieved their dark, extreme goal of ripping away a woman's right to make their own dis- reproductive health decisions. This is deadly serious. Oh, deadly serious, says Nancy. As she shoves a young 9- or 10-year-old girl trying to knock her to the ground. Hey, Nancy, quit abusing children like that. Quit knocking them around with your arm, girl. Why aren't you I, in cuffs? I really have a real discomfort level of responding to Whoa. what Republicans say. Yeah, we got a discomfort level with you. 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Trey Ware here. There's Don right over there, typing away on top of the newts. There, right over there is Don. He's on top of the sound. Stevie Ray. Right over here is Elaine, and you and I just going to chat about what happened on uh, over the weekend and then uh, coming up this week. 
So let me just throw out a couple of real quick deals and then tell me what you think about what's uh, this whole abortion thing or whatever. Whatever in the news that you want to make a comment on, we don't have to just stay on the abortion thing. It can be whatever that's in the news you want to talk about. Uh, 210-599-5555. First of all, this is only the beginning. Um, This is going to take a lot of work now and some giving. In the next half hour, I'm going to get into that a little bit deeper. Okay, this is going this this is the beginning of something really great in this country and an opportunity that we as human beings and Christians as believers can really uh, make a big change. And I'm going to explain that coming up in the next half hour, about 30 minutes from right now. So hang in there for that. Um, you know, okay, just a few random thoughts about this. I, I, you know, we had heard so much about the night of terror and the whole. It's going to be so awful, and the world's going to burn down. And we all remember, you know, when BLM was actually burning the world down, right? And we remember when Antifa was actually burning the world down. And we had all heard so much about that. We had kind of anticipated it was really going to get mean, nasty, ugly, terrible, horrible. I don't think it did. There were some places where it did, and some people got arrested for it. Everybody who does this, who who did what Antifa did up in Portland as an example, uh, they should go to jail. Everybody who's burned a church or a pregnancy center should go to jail. And I mean for a long time because, you know, the guys on January 6th are still in jail in solitary confinement, haven't talked to their family, haven't seen their family, they've been locked up. Anybody who does that on the other side should face the exact same penalty in solitary confinement for at least 23 months before their hearing is, you know, before they ever get a hearing in front of a judge or anything like that. But um, I'm curious. Uh, your own sheriff uh, over in Bear County, you guys who live in Bear County, your own sheriff over there says basically just essentially he's critical of the ruling the abortion ruling on friday and he basically says he's not going to enforce the the law when it comes to the abortion uh decision the da in bear county who was elected by george soros put in place by george soros to be soft on crime that's joe gonzalez same thing he just basically says we're going to ignore the supreme court on this issue we're going to ignore the law of the land now that the supreme court said this is the law of the land so we're not going to enforce this ruling that came down from, from the Supreme Court on Friday. So I'm just curious, what do you think about the sheriff? What do you think about the DA in Bear County? Do you support those guys, and will you vote for them again? 210-599-5555. Both of them saying, essentially, we're not going we're, we're to you know, enforce the law around this ruling. Um, they, neither one of them really have a choice in the matter. In fact, there's an oath that the sheriff takes to uphold the law. And if you're not upholding the law, then you should be removed from your office because you are enforcing the law, because you are violating your oath of office. That's a real simple deal. That's not even debatable. There should be an impeachment if that's the case, if you're not enforcing the law. If you're choosing which laws that you are going to enforce or not enforce, you're violating your uh, constitutional duty and your oath to the law. 210-599-5555. Tell me what you think. Um, pro-abortion rioters attempted to storm the Arizona Capitol while it was in session on Friday night. That was an insurrection on Friday night. I'm waiting for the J24 committee to be put together in Congress and them have the hearings about the pro-abortion rioters who stormed the Arizona Capitol because it was in session, and the people in there were threatened. Their very lives were threatened by pro-abortionists that were storming the Arizona Capitol. Where's the J24 committee now? Maybe Liz Cheney's going to put that together herself.
All right, just some random thoughts about it. Anything you want to talk about in the news, we'll get to it. Good morning, Lee. You're on KTSA with Trey. Happy Monday to you. Yeah, good morning, Trey. Uh, you know, when I was young, I always I was taught that you're innocent until proved guilty, unless you're with the IRS. But uh, I guess now you're guilty and proved innocent. But on the red flag law, uh, I heard uh, Dan Bongino say that, uh, you know, people just turn you in obnoxiously. And so that gives the feds a blank check. I mean, all they got to do is just come and say, you know, uh, somebody naturally turned you in whether they did or not and you know so they can just come to door to door and say you know let you take your guns away correct here's how it works lee i've been describing it for years now because these red law uh flat these red law red flag laws have been around for a long time and i've been laying it down on how it works uh and it is the law of the land in the united states now it is unconstitutional because it tramples due process it cancels due process rights that we have in this country to be innocent until you're proven guilty but uh just let, let's let's put it this way lee i i think you're crazy and um uh, so i call the authorities and i say lee's crazy he's a danger to himself and he's a danger to others well the authorities come knock on lee's door and take your gun away and then it takes you months if not years to go through all kinds of rigmarole that costs you a ton of money. You've got to get an attorney. Then you've got to go meet with a psychologist. And then you've got to prove through any number of things that you have to do that you're not nutso in order to get your property back and to reclaim your good name. Uh, it happens in this country. It happens over and over again in this country. It's a canceling of due process. And I'm going to make a prediction after this gun law has been signed and put into effect by the president, which he did on Saturday. The very next shooting that happens, and there will be another shooting because this gun law does squat to protect our children in school. It does nothing to protect our children in school. So with the very next shooting, guess what? They're going to come back and say that they need more and more and more restrictions on guns. They're not done. They're going to come back for more, more restrictions on, on your livelihood. And also they said that if, okay, if you don't have the money to go to court to fight it, you cannot get a public defender or any you know, government won't No, you may for, not. You, know. you may not get a public defender. No, it, it is totally at your behest to prove that you should have your gun back. It's uh, And they're going to use these red flag laws, not just for guns, guys. I told you before they did it. I told you before they passed it. I told you they're going to use these red flag laws on a ton of things now that, that they have uh, approved it nationwide. And they will, well, well, totally destroy due process in America. Hey, Jennifer, you're on KTSA. Good morning to you. Good morning. I'm a registered nurse, and we are going to start seeing an increase in the expenses of uh, women go across the border to get illegal abortions and then come back over here to the states and they have sepsis and hemorrhage and they're dying so passing these abortion laws is not going to help save lives it is going to increase taxpayer dollars and increase the maternal mortality rate give me some figures on how often that happens that they uh, get these hemorrhages uh, and they die. Is that a is that a frequent thing during abortion during the procedure? Infection and hemorrhage have always been the uh -huh. biggest killer of women in childbirth and with abortion. We are offering wow. safe abortions in the United States. They are safer than giving birth. Yeah. One in one hundred thousand really? women will die during birth. During an abortion, it is ten times less frequent. Well, somebody die. somebody dies in every abortion, right? The point is the mothers are now going to be dying, and they're going to cost taxpayers but somebody, thousands and somebody thousands But somebody dies in every dollars. abortion, right? 
That's not the point. You're changing the topic. I'm not changing the, the topic. We are going I'm, to I'm stating a fact. Somebody dollars. dies in every abortion. Is that not correct? That's not the point. We are increasing taxpayer so, dollars. So you will not you will not answer my question, Jennifer. Jennifer, That's my not question. The point. That's not what I called to discuss. Oh, oh okay. All right. So I called to so you have so you so you have talking points that you want to discuss, and I ask a simple question about the procedure, and instead of wanting to discuss the procedure, you want to stick to your talking points. Okay. All right. Fine. Uh, thank you. Have a good day, Jennifer. 210-599-5555. Oh, they get their talking points, baby, and they hit it. And I've been doing this 50 years, man, and they lay it on you with their talking points, and they're not going to come off their talking points. Hey, Jennifer, listen after the bottom of the hour, because you know what? We're talking about saving lives. We're talking about saving babies' lives. We're going to be talking about saving women's lives after the bottom of the hour. Okay? And we're actually ready to do something about it. You're not. You just want to talk. I'm ready to do something about it, and we will after the bottom of the hour. Thank you, Jennifer. We'll tell you about Arthritis Relief Centers of San Antonio. Are you feeling bad? Are your knees in bad shape? Do your knees hurt? Oh, they don't have to. You can get relief. Yes, you can. Would you like to swing that club again and, and not have that pain? Would you like to ride that motorcycle again and throw that leg over the saddle all right? How about climbing up on a horse and you can't get up there anymore because the knees hurt? Go see our friends at Arthritis Relief Centers of San Antonio for great relief for your arthritis pain and a return to your mobility. That's right. The phone number is 210-944-4902. And with these gel injections, people are receiving incredible relief from the pain and a return to their regular normal lifestyle. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great to be able to get down on your knees with the grandkids and then get back up? <laughs> <laughs> it's not the getting down part. It's the getting back up part. Arthritis Relief Centers of San Antonio can make that a reality for you. Here's the phone number, 210-944-4902. AccuWeather forecast, partly sunny with a thunderstorm this afternoon, high of 95. Tonight's going to become cloudy with a thunderstorm. Tomorrow, cloudy with a thunderstorm in the afternoon at 92. And on Wednesday, some sun turning cloudy and a thunderstorm around in the afternoon, high of 96. And right now, it's 78 at KTSA. Good Uh, 623 at KTSA. What'd you do this weekend, Big D? Just hanging out? Did you do anything special? Uh, Friday, we went to see Don McLean at ah. the Tobin Center. Bye-bye, Miss American Pie. Yeah, good show. Uh, so really how show. is that when that's between that and Vincent, that's all you do all night? <laughs> <laughs> so did you feel cheated you paid 29.99 and you did no, two not songs a, no not at all <laughs> i'm kidding of course yeah he uh, he's got a pretty you know if, if, if you if you bought the album american yeah. pie then you know and you, you probably listen to it a lot because yeah, it's yeah. really good yeah um so you know he, he did a lot of songs from there and he's written for other people uh, and I love her so. Was uh, Elvis covered that? Perry Como, Willie Nelson, Andy all, Williams, Andy Williams, they all covered I that. Love you know. you so. oh. uh, he, he did songs from other people that he enjoys performing. He did. He yeah, covered he, he, he did Little Sister, the Elvis song. Mm. He, he did that. And uh, Dwight Yoakam. Yep. Elvis and it's, Dwight. So he covered a lot of that. You know, ended with American Pie, of course. You know, and there was no encore. How do you how do you top that? <laughs> Yeah, you got to like go back most, and follow. It's like that one, one of the most epic songs ever written. How do you do? Come you back know out? where you were when, the first time you heard that record? I was only four when it came out, okay. so uh, probably. You know, I remember my mother had the album and okay. we listened to it quite often. So mm. that's probably where I heard it the this first time. Seventy-one. Yeah, it came out seventy-one. Okay. So I probably heard it from from her. Cooper. 
Do you remember where you were the first time you heard? I, I don't remember, but I just want to know, was he standing up? Can the guy even yeah. stand up? He's, <laughs> he's, 70, he's, he's 76 years old. He's 105 or something 105. like that. 105. There you go. Well, you know, I, I say about these guys, God bless them. You know, yeah. they're coming back and they're using the talent and Right. You know, why not? I mean, yeah. if you can still do it, God bless you, get after it, you know? He's never stopped. I have a Don McLean story, actually, years ago, probably about nine years ago. I yeah. was uh, flying here out of the airport in Portland, Maine. Well, Don McLean lives in Maine. Oh. And uh, and he and his, his now ex-wife were way in the back of the line uh, waiting to get to uh, the ticket agent. And I saw her. I didn't know who she was at first. I saw her walk up. And she asked something of the ticket agent, and he said, well, there, I'm sorry, there's nothing we can do. And she said, well, we have to make this flight because we have to be at the show wherever. Well, I heard have to be at the show wherever. I turned and look, and there's Don McLean. Wow. And he's way at the end of the line. Uh. So I asked the people, you know, the next, said, would you mind if I switch places with the two of them? So that would, look I, at you. I had all the time in the world. Yeah, you know? look at you. And so I... I let them take my spot in line at the airport. That's so. awesome. So he made the show. He made the show. That's fantastic. Yeah, didn't want to be. Didn't want to miss that. So. I have a story like that. I uh, was in Las Vegas leaving at the airport, and you know how you're. It's always frantic, and you're throwing all the stuff in there so it goes through the conveyor belt for the blue shirts to look at everything. Right. And they, this guy grabbed one of those tubs that you put your wallet in and your keys, and he threw his boarding pass in there. And so I'm standing right in front of him, and his boarding pass moves past me. It says Michael Love. <laughs> and i turn around and sure enough he's wearing a hawaiian shirt and yep, a ball cap you ball know cap, yeah. and i said mike you're not going to remember me but a thousand years ago in san antonio ktsa we used to do these things at the freeman coliseum where we bring in sand for the fourth of july and you boys would come in and sing fourth of july on the parking lot at the freeman coliseum and we i met you many many times he went, yo, yes, man, of course. And I thought it was going to be one of those deals where he just takes off. Yeah, get and, away from me, kid. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. He pulls. He had a little time before the flight. He pulls me over to the side. I'm with Carlos Cruz, who is a great friend of mine, who's a huge Beach Boy freak. So I said, hey, Carlos, come over and meet my friend Mike Love. <laughs> <laughs> we stood there for probably an hour waiting yeah. on our flights. Right. And just talked, was caught up, and excellent. Got great memories about San Antonio and all that, you know. Very cool. They all love San Antonio. Well, I got to tell you, I remember the first time I heard American Pie was right up here on Ritterman Road, driving down Ritterman to go to Taco, uh, gosh, Taco Kitchen, and I was in my mom's. It's always Taco it's something. Always taco <laughs> Kitchen, Ron DeRue's Taco Kitchen, and I was in my mom's uh, blue. Grand Torino with a bench seat in the front, little bitty speaker in a dash, one speaker. Right. This radio station, 550, was playing, and that song came mm-hmm. on, and it just, everything changed. Yeah. Everything yeah. changed. I do remember, you could not turn the radio on without hearing American Pie. No matter what station. Every station played that song, and it was everywhere. Whether they played the long version or the short version, this station played the short version a lot. And then at night they'd play, play the longer version. Special, yeah. you know. We tonight yeah. here American Pie, the whole thing, you know. Oh, that kind of oh eight and a half minutes of eight and a half, eight thirty-eight, wasn't it? Just something, something like, like yeah, that. Yeah, long, long one. I find that song to be one of those 
like exclamation point songs, yes. like the end of an era. Yes, you know, I mean, because you had all that '60s stuff going on, and people say, "Well, the '60s ended with with Altamont or what have you." And, yeah, but to me, it ended with with that. Very so good here point. we go. Here's our statement. That's it. After the news, I want to tell you about our friends over at Shirts Funeral Home. Yes, your friends at Shirts Funeral Home, your family funeral home who treat families with dignity through the entire process of planning a funeral for a deceased loved one. Um, you know, you're in a moment of grief. You've got a lot going on right then. You've got a lot of questions if you've never done it before. You just don't know, right? You need somebody who can answer those questions as a family, and that's exactly what Church Funeral Home does. They are family-owned and always have been. I've been associated with them since the early 1990s when they opened up. They've been a sponsor of me all of these years and, of course, have utilized their services throughout the years as well. And I can attest to their professionalism and their love. they got a whole lot of both, professionalism and love. And they're ready to take care of you and your family at your greatest time of need. And please ask them about pre-planning and pre-need, too, because that's a really important thing that you can do at Shirts Funeral Home at 210-658-9224. Hi, this- All right. 636, Trey Ware, 550 KTSA FM, 107.1. Uh, the Trey Ware page on KTSA.com. So just a couple of random thoughts, and I've got a guest coming up. First of all, what happened on Friday with the Supreme Court and Roe versus Wade is not the end. It's merely the beginning. It's been 50 years and a big fight in order to save lives. Not only lives of the children that die in abortion every year, but the lives of the mothers and the young ladies as well who go through this very horrific procedure. As, as we had somebody call in the last half hour who had the lefts and the Democrats talking points on this, she really spoke against her position, her pro-abortion position, uh, and didn't even realize it when she was reading the talking points about how violent a procedure this is and how awful it is. And it should never happen again, anywhere at any time. But this is where we come in as believers. Yes, a lot of us have been fighting abortion for a very long time, but now we have to use our money and our dollars. They're necessary right now because... It must be said, communicated, and the message be delivered to every single crisis, as they call it, pregnancy, to every single girl who finds herself, every single woman who finds herself in that situation. That baby doesn't have to die. There are lots and lots of options, and there are places to go. And we need to say, as, as believers and conservatives, that we're here and we'll do what we need to do to make sure that that baby is born and that baby reaches his or her God-given potential because God has a plan for every single child who is born before that child is born. In fact, God has a plan, and you've heard me say this, God has a plan for every single life before the foundation of the world, before he even created this planet that we're traveling on right now. Every person has a plan in God's mind from the beginning of time. And so this is what we need to do. We need to step up. And I wanted to get my friend, Pastor John Hagee, on here because they have a tremendous place that is helping so many women and girls who are going through this right now. 
I have been there on a number of occasions. It's close to San Antonio. It's called the Sanctuary of Hope, the Sanctuary of Hope. And I'm going to tell you how you can be involved in the Sanctuary of Hope coming up. But you will not find a finer place on planet Earth if you are going through a pregnancy You won't find a more loving group of individuals. You won't find a better place to go and have that child, and you receive medical care, and that child receives medical care. And if you're young, you receive an education, and that child will have the greatest opportunity to grow into their full God-given potential when that life begins at the Sanctuary of Hope. Pastor John Hagee on the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. Good morning to you, sir. How are you? I'm doing well, Trey. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. uh, I just wanted to have you on this morning after that historic uh, ruling from Friday. First of all, to get your thoughts on that, and then let's talk a little bit about how people can help the Sanctuary of Hope. Okay. The the response to Roe v. Wade, it's a day of celebration. It's a day of hope for the future. Uh, It's a day of new beginnings in life. The Bible says, I have said before you, life and death choose life. And this was a day that the judicial system of America stopped the slaughter of innocent children. Sixty-three million babies have died since Roe v. Wade. Think how many wonderful Americans and the contributions they could have made to society will never happen because of these abortions. Now we must provide hope and opportunity to every woman in crisis, and this is why Well before the recent Supreme Court decision that our ministry invested tens of millions of dollars in a state-of-the-art facility that we call the Sanctuary of Hope. It gives women the chance to choose life for their unborn baby. And we are ensuring that that, uh, theirs is not to be a life of poverty and misery, but a life that you or I would like to build, a beautiful life, filled with a real chance of a bright and productive future. A woman who arrives at the Sanctuary of Hope is not cared for just until her baby is born and then thrown out into the world. On average, the women who come to the Sanctuary of Hope stay around two years, in addition to having every basic need met, meaning food, shelter, medical and prenatal care, We help these women get back on their feet by helping them build a firm foundation for a better life. Every woman who comes through our doors will have the opportunity to receive at least an associate's degree so that they will have the ability to provide for themselves and that child. They receive child care after their baby is born so that they can succeed in their educational efforts. Christians across denominational lines now must recognize that here is an opportunity to step up to the plate. Now that Roe v. Wade has become a state issue, uh, these uh, organizations that have raised millions of dollars in the past uh, aimed at minimizing abortions through law should take that same money and effort and focus on minimizing abortions through unconditional love and opportunity. Uh, In the wake of Roe v. Wade, any Christian entity entity that would rather put themselves uh, on the back, pat themselves on the back rather than 
uh, do the work necessary to show women across the country that abortion, legal or otherwise, is not their only option. Life begins at conception. It doesn't end there. Now that Roe v. Wade has been overturned, Sanctuary of Hope is a place where women can go to have that baby and develop their lives for the future without anything more than the love of God being given to them every day the sun rises. And there is absolutely no cost to these women or to these babies, and that's where we come in, folks. We can come along each other, alongside of each other. I want you to join Nancy and myself. We are givers to the Sanctuary of Hope. This was a vision that was birthed in the heart of Pastor John Hagee back in Houston, Texas, as a teenager. He wanted to find a way to help these crisis, these women in crisis, and to help them bring these babies to life. And that that uh, that vision came to life a few years ago, close to San Antonio. And you have to know that this is the finest facility of its kind in. Anywhere on planet Earth. There is nothing like Sanctuary of Hope anywhere on planet Earth. And this is the most amazing thing that we can give to at this moment to say, yes, you have our help. We're going to help give you that hope. And all you got to do is go to SOHcares.org for Sanctuary of Hope, SOHcares.org, or you can just Google Sanctuary of Hope and Pastor John Hagee, and there's a way to give uh, there online, and I hope that uh, I hope that you'll do that. And Pastor Hagee, we're going to continue to talk about this as time uh, rolls forward. This won't be our last conversation about this. We want to continue to remind women that they and girls, they have an opportunity. They have a place to go to. It doesn't cost them anything. They get the medical care. Everything is done for them in the most uh, safe uh, environment, uh, secluded away, tucked away in a beautiful Texas Hill Country, and it's also the finest one anywhere. So we want to continue to get the word out about this. So we will have you back on very soon to do it again. Thank you, Trey, and thank you to all of the listeners who respond to this. Uh, here is a real opportunity to step up to the plate and save lives in a very productive way. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. I'll see you very soon. God bless you, Trey. Thank you. You, you too. And my love to Diana and the family. That's Pastor John Hagee joining me here. Sanctuary of Hope. SOHcares.org. I hope you can help out. We'll tell you about my friends over at Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC. When you've got a plumbing issue, okay, you've got a fully stocked truck that can roll to your home right away and fix the problem, whatever it is, with a highly qualified plumber on board that truck. And you know they've got master plumbers as well, so they can get somebody there to take care of anything that you've got going on. And at Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC, Right now, with the heat that's been around, your AC system has been under a ton of stress. Right now, we're getting a little bit of a reprieve this week with cooler temperatures and rain coming into the forecast. What's, uh, what you might want to do is have Quarter Moon come on out this week, or at least get on their schedule this week, and have them do a full-service check of your AC system. We've already been through some really hot temperatures. It's been under a lot of stress. It's been, str- it's been running a lot. So you want to check everything on the outside, the capacitors and the compressor, and you want to do the drain line and all those things, the electronics, everything, because those 100-degree temperatures are sure to return very soon, probably by this weekend, as a matter of fact. Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC will do that full-service check for you to make sure you're ready when the triple digits return. Quarter Moon, (coughs) excuse me, 210-651-5899. Can you take it away, Chase? I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, 
one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Right on. The 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware. The stock market headed broadly lower. Both the Dow and the Nasdaq down. Retail stocks have fallen. Broadly lower today. We got a market adjustment. It's earning money the hard way. And that's the bottom line. Money. Talk to me about money, honey. Hey, before we do that, I just want to mention Chase was uh, last hour. He called in. He's a, he's a new pledger. So, Chase, thank you, man. We are taking your calls. If you want to talk with Don right now, 210-599-5555 and record the pledge like Chase did last hour. We'll put you in our recording system, and you get to say the pledge off and on forever. <laughs> well, we do it every weekday morning at 5.50 and 6.50, and so for as long as I'm here, I don't know what they're going to do when I go somewhere else or whatever. All right, uh, Carl. Good morning. Carl Eggers from CreatingRicherLives.com is joining me now on the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline, as he does every Monday at this time. What do You're I need to... You're just getting started. Huh? You're just getting started. Yes. You're... I mean, come on. <laughs> well, I ain't going nowhere for a while, I'll tell you that much, baby. I'm going to sit right here. Trey, so, yes. I, I, just turned, I just turned 50 a couple of weeks ago. 50. Little old Carl Eggers, 50 years old. I mean, you're a child. I know. Well, that means you're like 51 or two. Yes. I'm, like that. I'm yeah. 50 and a half. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, what do I need to know about money today, man? We're coming up on a long holiday weekend. And so, what's going to be going on this week with our money? Yeah. You know, it was a huge week for stocks last week. Uh, the SP was up over six or about six and a half percent. And I think there's a change going on. And it's going to sound a little weird, but. I think the market's starting to worry less about inflation because it may be starting to slow down. And they're starting to embrace, again, this is going to sound strange, they're embracing a potential recession. And what that means is if, the, if we start to, to continue to slow down this economy and potentially even have a recession, the Federal Reserve is going to stop raising interest rates, which is what everybody's fearful of, that they keep raising interest rates and just really you know, send this thing into oblivion. And so if, if we if the Fed senses a slowdown and they soften their language and interest rates stop going up, that's what could fuel the market. So I think the shift from inflation to an economic slowdown is actually what caused the market to rally last week. And it, and it could have some legs. I don't think we're, we're done with this by any means, but it was certainly a, a, a really big week. And, and again, we'll see what these numbers come out with. I mean, we need to see inflation really start to come down over the next few weeks. And if the Fed starts changing their tone a little bit, um, that could that could have us have an, a sustained rally. When you hear people like Larry Summers, who is a Democrat uh, economist, uh, leans to mm-hmm. the left, served under Democrat presidents such as Obama and, and Clinton and others, um, and they are kind of singing with one songbook where they're talking about we're going to have to have unemployment somewhere between 6 to 8% for an extended period of time to bring this inflation under control. Um, what what crosses your mind when you hear them talking about forced unemployment that high for, for a sustained period of time? Well, I think it's sad and unnecessary. Um, I mean, that is true, and I think they're – I think they're – I, have, I think the Federal Reserve really does want a recession because they think that's the only way to bring down rece- uh, uh, inflation. But for me, the truth of the matter is – you know, when capitalism works and we have supply and demand, I think some of these things act like governors. I mean, there's an old saying on Wall Street that the cure for high oil prices is high oil prices. You know, at some level, whether it's five dollars a gallon, five fifty, people start curbing their spending a little bit. Um, when things get too expensive, we look for cheaper options. We're already seeing that. 
And so I think, you know, by them sitting there saying we're going to throw people out of work and that will really that'll fix the problem. I don't agree with that. I think if we would would uh, allow more drilling, create more jobs, oh, yeah. you know, yes, the, the, the extra stimulus that we saw during, you know, during the pandemic, all the low interest rates, PPP loans, all that stuff. That's what's causing inflation. It's not just that Americans are spending more. <laughs> it's, it's all the stimulus, and now they're trying to take it away. Absolutely. Well, so and, and, and they restricted the supply. So supply and demand. Absolutely. At the same time, when they forced a lot of money into the market, and, and you know, we've had, I don't know how many QEs we went through, but we, we had, a you know, the stock market was, was built on a lot of that. And then you had the government handing out money through the pandemic and after the pandemic. And then at the same time, they, they tightened the supply. Of course you're going to have inflation. All right, Carl, thank you, man. As always, I appreciate you every Monday at this time. Uh, we'll talk to him again next Monday. Where in Rima? Coming up next, KTSA.